0: Hi, my name is Mifa. This is the second episode of the fourth season of the You and I podcast. Welcome. Yeah, it's great to be here again recording. Um, I had recorded a conversation with an amazing lady. Her name is Neka and um, she's a self-taught Korean enthusiast you know she speaks Korean very well which she learned on her own and it was really fascinating to me because I recently got quite recently got into the whole k-drama scene um, I was introduced to the show Vincenzo and it was really amazing and um, I had you know had have a conversation with this lady because she has always been posting stuff about Korean you know herself speaking it and stuff like that and it was fascinating so I wanted to you know get into her head and know, hear about the journey, you know, how she decided to want to learn Korean, you know, the things she has been able to achieve with learning Korean and um, other stuff. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. And just a quick recap of the last episode. Um, On the last episode, I had a nudist, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa was really open to speaking about her nudist journey and so much more and it was really an interesting conversation so you can check that out for this episode neka is going to you know take us through her journey of learning korean so without wasting time let's go listen to my recorded conversation with neka so welcome to you you and i podcast um today i'm having a conversation with neka um, she's a writer, she's a teacher, and specifically, she teaches or coaches how to speak Korean, which is really amazing to me because, you know, I recently got into the whole K-pop, K-drama thing, right, and it's it's amazing to see the way, I don't know, the words just seem to roll off their tongue. I don't know if you've noticed it. It's not the same yes. what yes. that language like, it's almost mm-hmm. like they, they don't stress it. I know that Japanese has that very masculine feel, like it's almost like you're fighting somebody. But Korean <laughs> has that smooth feel. So, um, Esther, if you don't mind, can you, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you get, go into studying Korean as a language?
1: Uh, so there is nothing really special about me. I'm just a girl who writes studied biochemistry and likes watching Korean dramas. So I think what made me start learning Korean was that, you know, I fell in love with this. uh, Like, I was really fascinated with this actor, Imino. And then I learned that he could not speak English. So, you know how fangirls always, you know, uh, create these scenarios in their heads where they meet their favorite actors and what they want to say to them, you know. So I was like, okay, so if I didn't, if I met Limino today, how um, how am I going to communicate with him? So I just started, you know, Googling uh, phrases like how to say, hello, it's nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that is just how it started. then I learned that you know I could actually learn Korean from there since I was really interested in the drama and the language was beautiful to me so I just started because I was learning French then but I was really struggling with it then I dumped it and then you know continued with Korean and that is just it that,
0: that, that is awesome um, so how, how exactly did you push yourself because coming from a personal experience I am very terrible with languages Besides speaking and English, I am terrible with languages. Maybe I don't have the patience for it, but it almost just seemed to like elude me so much. So So how were you able to motivate yourself to, you know, you started with, "Okay, I want to know a couple of phrases so that when I meet my favorite actor, I can say hi, say hello. So how did you push yourself to get to that point where right now you're actually tutoring others? in being able to, you know, say phrases, say, um, you know, have conversations in Korean? How do you get to that point where you're able to, you know, push yourself beyond the, <laughs> just learning a few phrases?
1: Honestly, I I don't think, but I don't think anyone is very bad with languages. Like, I don't think anyone is bad with languages. People who learn languages, I don't think they, they have a flair for languages. You have not met me, honestly. You know, science, I have not met me. No, but seriously, I, even science Science suggests that even, like, there are very few people that have this natural flair for languages. Most other people that I know that I learn languages are just people that are hardworking, that really, really want to learn it, you know. So how I wa- how I motivated myself or stay motivated, I think, it, personally, I don't, I'm not a very outgoing person. So uh, after my university, when I started learning the Korean and during my NYC, I didn't, I didn't used to go out. So anytime I come home, I would just, you know, learn one page, open one page of a textbook and learn tomorrow, I will learn the next page. So when I, and then when I watch dramas and I hear those words that I've learned, it really, really like, there's this kick it gives me that, you know, that is what motivates me to continue. So after, after some times, I was getting really discouraged because there was nobody that speak that was learning Korean or, that was interested in korean around me because i'm i'm from abakaliki i'm from uge in ebony state so i was living in abakaliki and there was nobody so i was trying learning online then i i just met some koreans online and there some of some of them were the ones that pushed me to keep to keep at it yeah, that's that's cool
0: that's cool because i i imagine being you know in in the east I'm back leaky and <laughs> trying to look for somebody that will hold you and be speaking Korean is, is, <laughs> a, is a I know, guy. right? but 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 that's true. Cool. Is... And, and I feel like that's where um you know the beauty of the internet always comes and the fact that you know exist exactly. exactly. and as long as you have steady internet connections or a good internet connection it's cha- the the that yeah. you, you can find your community and be able to you know thrive. So um that, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So You've gotten to this point where you've learned about the language. You're, you know, picking up on phrases on words. Was there any other motivating factor? Because you said you studied biochemistry, right? Yeah. How, how did how did you go from biochemistry, which is over here, to yeah. Korean, which is just way out <laughs> there, like way out there? How did you move from okay? Let me learn a few phrases. Passion wise, because I like it, I like how it sounds from my favorite actors and mm. stuff, to making something of it where it's almost like, okay, career-wise, I think I can actually thrive in this.
1: Well, I I have it, right now, even right now, I don't consider it a career, career. It's just now that I start talking about it on social media that people start encouraging me, please go into this. But naturally, I like, I like biochemistry. Like I'm an academically inclined person. You understand? So um, I'm always thinking about going for master's, PhD, blah, blah, blah. But now I don't really know. I just, it's just something that happened by chance. Like, okay, so there was a competition, yeah? A Korean speaking contest. They usually organize it worldwide, but then they hold a national, like a sub-regional phase first than before the worldwide competition, so in in the during the Nigerian you know nationwide competition, I won that one. Like I came first position with a trip to Korea as prize and all that. So after that, that is, I think that's when I got popular because I posted my video entry for the competition. So people started telling me, oh my God, you can teach it. You can you know, go to Korea, blah, blah, blah. And that's just how I started thinking about, you know, maybe teaching other people and maybe, you know, uh, having a career in it. So now and I think I'm just going to look into it more and maybe study Korean humanities or something like that. So, because I really, really like their culture.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think I think that's that makes sense because I, I feel like one of the biggest motivation towards learning any new language has to be how much you actually like the culture, you vibe with the culture. I think if you don't, yeah, you don't vibe with the culture, you're not just going to you know have any interest in it. Which which brings me to, mm-hmm. to, to my next question, which is um. In the Nigerian space, do you think because right now the, the K pop dramas are becoming very, very popular, like in especially in the yeah. Nigerian space? Like, yes, I was introduced to it by watching Vincenzo, and I was like, oh my god, these people are hilarious! Oh, to, yeah, then I had to go and see yeah, um, are... another one, which was, um, I think the nine tailed fox or something, and then there were yeah. other ones that were just you know coming for. So it's almost like the the Korean drama space has become very huge in Nigeria. Do you think this is pushing people to want to learn more about the language? Or is it just still that point where it's just entertainment factor? We want to laugh, there are subtitles. Or do you think this is actually motivating more people from your point of view, more motiv- motivating. Okay, so
1: from my point of view, I don't think the you know the popularity of K dramas is motivating uh, Korean studies. So I think what's motivating people now to learn Korean is that you know Korea offers a lot of like a very good uh, scholarship plan. They they pay you monthly. They pay for your expenses. They pay for your flights, your school fees, everything. Yeah, and also the Korean government's like. Korean government and Korean people like people who speak Korean. Like, if you speak Korean and they hear you that you're speaking Korean, they will love it so much. So they tend to support people who speak Korean. But in Nigeria, I do think that the motivating factor is other Nigerians who are already speaking Korean, you know. So if, for example, someone sees me speaking Korean and this person watches a lot of Korean, Korean dramas, even though they have never really thought of learning Korean before, but because they have seen other Nigerians speaking it or you know learning it, they are now motivated to join. So I get a lot of inquiries, like, is how do I start learning Korean? Blah blah blah. So it's it's from you know seeing other people that are already speaking. So not necessarily because of, you know, but I think it's indirectly from you know the popularity, popularity of Korean dramas. So you're right. Yeah, I,
0: I I do agree because even before I had this interview, even before getting in touch with you, or at, I think after yeah. getting in touch with you, I actually Googled um because there's this particular phrase I'm always hearing in all Korean movies, which is like they are greeting and uh, or something. I forgot to how to say it, but I I always, I always look at it I'm like, yeah, something like that. I was like, I've always heard this thing and I from the movies, from the dramas, you always you can always you know infer what it means. So I looked it he up. Okay, let me even see what does this or how do they say this or how is it pronounced. So okay. I think that also kind of builds into it, the fact that okay, if a Nigerian girl, a Nigerian person, not necessarily girl or boy or anything, a person can actually sit down and be able to speak this so fluently, like it rolls off the tongue. Because I recently saw a video you shared on Twitter where you were, mm. you know, you were talking about how to greet the formal, the informal, polite, and the formal, polite and stuff like that. You know, yeah. already it is rolling off your tongue. And I'm looking at it I'm like, oh my God, this is such, such like <laughs> it's so amazing that because people would think that when you're learning a language or you know, it gets to a point where it doesn't feel so natural. Like it feels yeah. like you're forcing it. But the fact that you can mm. see somebody else learn it and it rolls off their tongue just the same way. Like, you could easily be in their movie and be like, well, this person must be from Korea or stuff like that. So that's, <laughs> that's really awesome. But then I, I would like Thank to you. ask, though, how, how has it been for you? Like, have you um gotten any sort of limitations to being able to, you know, not only learn about the culture, but also, you know, push it in terms of your passion? Like... Are there, are there times when you think to yourself, man, I think I'm just wasting my time, I should do something else? Or
1: No, I've yeah. never, I've never, I've never thought about it like that. First of all, I, I've been learning the language just as a hobby because I'm always, I, see, even if I don't have anything doing, I always want to acquire a skill. Like this thing started when I was waiting for my NYC, uh, what is it called? for nyc you know so i don't like staying i do and i was just learning it for fun even now i'm still learning it for fun you understand so i've never really thought that ah, i'm wasting my time it's no knowledge is a waste it's my thing it's just something that i like so yeah. i don't the, only limit, the limitations i feel like i have is practice partners you know how to you know you're, you're learning a language fine but are you speaking it So how many people, in fact, there's no one around me here that speaks Korean or, you know, that or is learning Korean. It's just online. And these people online, like the Koreans, we are like nine hours at the eight hours apart. So they they cannot be online always, you know. So I cannot get in speaking practice. So I think that is my greatest challenge, you know, getting in speaking practice. But that should be improved. Like if I go to Korea, you understand. So that's just it. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I'm wasting
0: my time at all. Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I think that's even outside of you know Korean or anything. When you have a passion, you're passionate about it. As long as it is something you enjoy doing, chances are yeah. you don't tend to see the limitations that right? You just you know think of how much you enjoy doing it and you keep doing it. We bring me to exactly. you're talking about okay, visiting Korea. You came first in the national competition, right? Yes. That got you a trip out of the country?
1: Yeah, a free trip. But because of the COVID, like I won this in 2019, in the middle of 2020, like in the middle of the pandemic. And recently, Korea, Korea has been having COVID outbreak since then. So they haven't had the opportunity to, uh, to, to give me the tourist visa. But it's still on. Anytime the COVID uh, ends,
0: I can, I can oh, that's 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 amazing. That's amazing. So basically you're still mm-hmm. looking forward to the trip. That's that's going to yes. be great. Because um I have um there's this YouTube channel that, I, that I'm subscribed to. Um I, I've forgotten the name exactly, but it's run by two girls. Um they are they are from France, but they are studying in Korea. And you know they okay. they always do like reaction videos to some of the TV series that you know that we watch. Oh, like I saw I saw one about the Vincenzo episode, and you know they mix their Korean with English with subtitles, and it's really dope yeah. because they also have personal blogs where they show you how they go around trying to secure an apartment and stuff like that. So I I, I, I feel like that that's also very interesting. How much you know? There's there's not only a culture shift, but there's still a sense of togetherness when when it comes to just people being people, regardless of skin, regardless of, you know, language barrier and whatnot. So it's dope, and I feel like I'm looking forward to you going there, and hopefully we are getting a blog of how things were and stuff like that. So that's that's cool. So outside outside, um, Korea, outside Korean language, you mentioned that you're a writer, which is something I can relate to. I'm also a writer. But how how has that been for you? Like, have you been able to incorporate your, like, learning Korean and writing Korean, are, are they basically okay. on the same skill level or that's a different conversation entirely?
1: Oh, it's not a different conversation. You cannot learn Korean without learning how to write Korean. Yeah, so... People who le- who try to learn Korean with English letters, I don't think I don't think they progress much. So it's not as if I actually write my articles or or books in Korean. No. <laughs> but writing Korean, I write I can write a letter in Korean. Like I can write Korean, but I've never really tried to write an article in Korean or something. That was actually
0: awesome. The fact that you can write language is is it tough? Is it as difficult as you
1: know, no, it's actually not as difficult as it seems. I learned, I learned how to write Korean in like in like a few hours. Are you sure? So serious? they have just like I swear they have only twenty-four alphabets. Oh wow! Yes, so it's like it's a combination of you just need to learn how to combine the alphabets to form words. That is just oh, it. Nah, now nah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. So
0: yes. um, how 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 does this you know kind of relate with your your life in terms of your family. um Do you have people who like folks who encourage you to you know pursue this, or do you, I, I, do you have people looking at <laughs> you like I don't I don't actually think this is making any sense, or stuff like that? And also, um you're in Nigerian, obviously female. Yeah. How how does that help with you know just being in the Nigerian space where sometimes it's almost like you're you're trying to compare. Okay, how do nigerians react to this as as compared to how do koreans react do you ever do that do you ever find yourself trying to do a mental comparison of okay i think i'm also (laughs) because i i kind of think the fact that you know how to speak the language kind of makes you part of the culture in a way that might be a stretch but for me it feels like no no
1: i agree with you so how, how
0: do you do you do that thing where you're like well this is how nigerians react to this and I think this is how Koreans will react to this in a different scenario, like, and your family, how do they support you in terms of this path that you've chosen?
1: Oh, well, I've never really thought about how people react to this thing. Like I've said, it's, it has always been my private thing. Like, no one even knew I was learning Korean until I won the competition, you understand? Oh, wow. So if my family, like, it's just like my younger siblings, they know I'm learning it, they just, you know, Auntie Neka is learning Korean. And that is just it. Well done, no, you know. That is just it. So my mom, she doesn't even care. Like, she doesn't know. You know her parents, Anna? Nothing concern me. I beg, just go and do masters. That is her own In biochemistry, that's it, you know. So, and, okay, so I have this auntie. My mommy's uncle, actually. The wife of my mommy's uncle. She's, like, the only one that kind Of, like, uh, like she, like, she when she heard that I won the competition, that was when she knew I was learning Korean, so mm-hmm. and she was really, really happy, like, she was excited. In fact, she wanted me to go to, to start going to Korea tomorrow, tomorrow, you know. To <laughs> so, and uh, so that she's like the only one that I know that is always like, ah, thank god, well done, you know, that kind of thing. But other people, they don't care, me too, I don't even care, oh, like, it's just my private thing, I don't care, but it's, it's just because of social media, you know uh if posting about these things people getting to know you i wanting you to do more show more you know that is just how i start showing myself on social media mm-hmm. and i've really been enjoying it because i've been getting it. i've been meeting a lot of people like the community is really growing so yeah yeah i can attest to that because
0: it's i think your last <laughs> video has gotten like a number of retweets already and over 200 plus views um which is awesome because it means you could oh. go further, which is which is really good. Yeah. So, um, you it spoke is. about um, you know, and this is me trying to draw us back though. You spoke about being a very introverted person. I hope that's not a stretch. We um, don't go out much, but I would notice. Mm-hmm. I think um, before we had this conversation, I did a little bit of you know stalking and digging, and you know, I noticed your Instagram page. There was there was a picture of you with Don Jazzy, like. Really? <laughs> how can you say you don't go well, out like you're taking pictures with Don Jazzy? Please explain. Oh,
1: when you said I'm an introverted person, I think that's a stretch. I'm not exactly introverted. Okay, so I'm just a little bit shy, okay. but I'm not introverted. But the thing is that how I I, I ended up not being an outgoing person is just because I when I was going to school, I was living with my mom. So and she's not somebody that you can go out or oh, that, that we allow you to go out. And then even if you go out, you cannot come back before, as in after 6 p.m. So that is just how I developed this hermit lifestyle. <laughs> like I would just read novels and watch Korean dramas. And that is it. Then I was a Twitter freak, you know, so I was always on Mojua, you know, reading books that he suggested, you mm. know, meeting people that, like following people that he suggested. Like he really, because he's the kind of person that I think he went from, you know, like he grew from by himself, you know, writing and putting himself out there. So I still like trying to follow his footsteps, even though he's online, you know, something like that. So that is just how I stay exploring these things. You know but but as for being not being i'm not a, an an introvert actually so so on social media i tend to participate in a lot of things like i've said following a if you follow a you know that uh you must be like you must be somebody that you know like to follow can follow other people and interact with other people a lot so as for meeting donjazi i was just lucky like because i'm a, a, very big Marvin star, like I've always been a fan of Marvin records, since uh, they signed Ricardo Banks, Corey Day, and Deja I've always been stalking them and following them. So that last year, Donja, um, V-Bank tweeted, uh, uh, Instagrammed about um, wanting to host Don belly party and I was in a bacalicule. <laughs> so they're now, they were not asking questions for fans of Marvin. you understand? So... They are asking questions, you know, you just answer quickly, blah 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 blah. So, luckily for me, the just now picked me. And then, are you in Lagos? I just said yes, tomorrow the next day I carried my bag and take coming to Lagos, and that is how I came to Lagos and no go back to Abacal <laughs> <laughs> That That's
0: actually a interesting story. So basically, it was just you putting yourself out there, and something came out of it. Yes, that's, yes. that's really yes. dope. So, um I, To round this off, I would like to know, besides, you know, Korean, besides writing, do you have any other, you know, hobbies or passions that, you know, keep you moving?
1: Uh, Writing is not my passion. I don't like writing, actually. It's just my job. (laughs) So, but I do like reading, reading novels, not textbooks or important things, just novels. Anyway, novels are important, right? So, I love reading historical romance novels. Old British novels, like old English novels, classical English novels, and what other thing? I think that's all. I love listening to music as well. And I love eating and sleeping. Finish.
0: <laughs> that's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I think I can agree with the music part because I saw your tweets like earlier yesterday about you know the new song that Johnny Drew was supposed to drop. and you all yeah,
1: so he's oh. actually my favorite. Nigerian musician.
0: <laughs> yeah, so so that's dope. So um for those listening, people who would want to get in touch with you, like how can they reach you, how can they contact you? You know, just give us some of your social media details, handles, and stuff.
1: Okay, so um on social media, I'm on Twitter as uh, Korean K Culture with me At K Culture with me Then on Instagram at K Culture with Neka. then I think that is my two major uh, social media handles, yeah, K-Culture with yeah. Neka on Instagram and K-Culture with on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I would like to add that um, you actually have, like, this um, Korean learning thing on right now, uh, I think I saw the poster recently, in a few minutes ago rather, um, maybe you can yeah. tell us a little bit about that so that anybody interested can, you know, get in touch.
1: Oh so I actually uh you know when I, when I started learning Korean by myself I really had a lot of struggles like it took me a year plus two in fact it took me almost 3 years to move from beginner absolute beginner to upper level beginner then to intermediate so I like I created all the struggles I faced and you know simplified them for people who want to start learning Korean so then I now teach people, you know, using this resource, using, yeah, using from my experience and, you know, from research and all that. So I teach people beginner level Korean and even intermediate. So anyway, just any level that somebody wants to learn. Yeah, so they can yeah. contact me on social media and we will talk about it. Yeah, not like to talk about it, talk about it. The class is just 10,000 for a group for two weeks. Then personal coaching is 25,000 for two weeks. So yeah, every weekday by 8 pm but the personal coaching one you get to choose your time the time that you'll be available
0: yeah so that's dope so anybody listening if you're interested in learning korean if you're interested in the culture if you if you like how they sound you want to be like a and you know also have to you know win a competition in the future please get in touch with her join her coaching class then either the personal coaching or the ones of the group it's quite affordable 10K for the group coaching session uh, for two weeks, and then 25K for a personal coaching, which would be you and her one-on-one, which would be dope, because I feel like you could learn better with that one. Not that the other one is bad, but basically, personal is always going to, you know, entail more. So get in touch with her, reach out, reach out to her on social media. She will be definitely ready to help you and assist you going forward. So um, Neka, thank you so, so much for your time. Thank you so much for no joining me on the podcast we'll today. And um, it's great to hear from you. I, I would keep tabs with you to still check on how, you know, you're progressing. And hopefully when you do get to, you know, collect on your prize by traveling out to Korea, hopefully we get videos and pictures so that we can see how beautiful the culture yeah, and okay. the place is as well. Okay. So thank you once again for being on the podcast and um, cheers to everyone listening. Alright, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Shout out to NECA for you know making our time to, you know, discuss with me about, you know, her journey learning Korean. Um the conversation is a little bit dated because it was recorded way back, uh not too way back, but it's been recorded for a while but um, most of the information she provided towards the ending are still very relevant you know you can still reach out to her if you want to you know learn korean you know if you want a personal lesson from her with regards to the korean language and she's also still very much active on social media platforms so you can always reach out to her she's very very engaging funny she's witty so um, never a dull moment so feel free to follow her on social media as well and um, I really hope you, you know, you got the thing or two from the conversation that we had because the point was not really about, you know, the basic point was not so much about her learning Korean, but her being able to put herself out there and, you know, embrace what she she just felt like was was a hobby, you know, and look, to be honest, it's going to take her places. I'm very confident that, that this hobby that she has embraced. Will take her places that she's yet to even imagine. So that's something I feel like you can take from this, you know, whatever good thing, whatever side thing you're doing that you feel like is just a passion, is just something you love doing. You never can tell where it will take you. So you know, just stick to it, you know, do what makes you happy and eventually um I hope the stars align for you. So, with that being said, for the next episode, I'm going to be having another amazing female guest you know she's going to speak on bullying she's going to speak on how she has been able to deal with trolls online and stuff like that and um it's it's an amazing conversation that i feel like everybody's going to enjoy so please look forward to the next episode do not miss it also recommend the podcast to your friends you know share the links to the podcast also subscribe to the podcast and um keep doing what you do you know i always appreciate the support and i wish you guys all the best thank you for sticking with me so far and until the next episode stay safe and be good to yourself this episode of the you and i podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience